51 years ago, guys, we did it. We tricked the entire world into thinking we landed on the moon. Is that what we did? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a holy, holy day for us conspiracy theorists. It is, uh, it is moon day <laughs> tomorrow, July 19th. Is it tomorrow already? Oh, yeah. Right now, the boys are just about to start orbiting the moon and uh, land on its surface 51 years ago today. I am just so excited to hear this. <laughs> it's the proudest moment in American history. Uh, what else can I say? I'm oh, about to God. show you guys what may be one of the dumbest things that in the history of the world, and the fact that everyone believes it, is the only thing sustaining it. The fact that just no one has the curiosity to look at it and think critically on these missions. It's so fucking stupid, I can't even describe it. And I'm going to try to my best today to describe to you how fucking dumb the moon landings are. How excited are you? Uh, After having multiple very heated... And blood boiling arguments with you about the moon. Uh, I am very excited. <laughs> I have a glass of scotch here. I'm I'm getting ready. <laughs> I think the blood boiling was the too hot of hot tub, but every other thing I can relate with. <laughs> so, John F. Kennedy decided in what sixty or sixty one that uh, we by the end of the decade we were going to land men on the moon before. You know, uh, the mafia and the CIA the women, had something, of course. To, something to say about that. We're at his end, but we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll leave that for another day. But uh, and so they turned to NASA and headed by Werner von Braun, a high ranking Nazi in literally group photos with Hitler. Um, that guy. So honest chap. But, okay, this is a character assassination. The group photos with that is something we've seen a resurgence of in the uh, the cancel culture days nowadays. We we see uh, all these people in group photos with Jeffrey Epstein, in group photos with this uh, right wing extreme whatever, and um, I, that that is uh, uh, you know an unfair statement to make, I might say. Okay, sure. If but if Jeffrey Epstein yeah, had like to, we get it. had like keto <laughs> island uh, like attire. And then everyone was in a group photo in that attire or like <laughs> SS attire and everyone's there like smile for the camera and like, no, that's why I brought up Jeffrey Epstein too, because people associated with him are like generally actually also bad. It's not just a coincidence or characters like a cancel character assassination. <laughs> thing. Sorry, go on. So they decide we're going to land on the moon. I just want to show you some. Oh, and for anybody listening. We're going to have all the videos in the description, so you can uh, follow along, because it, this one's going to be pretty visually intensive, and we'll try to describe it, and I'm going to be showing uh, Josh and Bob a bunch of different things that are hilarious, like how bad they look, but it's much will be much more fun for you if you watch the videos along with us, so just just putting that out there. Um, so we'll, well, I'll save the timestamps, too, for some of them, so that you guys can follow along with but uh, let's start off with uh, good old Apollo 8 propaganda right off the bat. This is the first time that we went to the moon, but we didn't land on it. We just orbited it. And they take a 
photos of a shitty Earthrise. So cue up the video for us, Bob. I want to see this Apollo 8. And they read from the book of Genesis to really tug at the heartstrings. Good old Christian America back in 1968. On Christmas, nonetheless. This is titled Apollo 8 Christmas Eve Broadcast, Genesis Reading, 1968. We are now approaching uh, Lunar Sunrise, and uh, for all the people back on Earth, the crew of Apollo 8 has a message that we would like to send to you. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the Earth, and the Earth was without form. And void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God the said, real footage, by the way. Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light. That it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. This is what everybody watched on Christmas, by the way. This, this, not, there was like asteroids flying by. And this is the real footage. That's, that's the, the morning was the first day. To see it, the earth and God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. Let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made How could they the have faked this? It looks and like divided a the waters which were under the firmament, the waters which Raised were above it. the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. And the evening and the morning was the second day. Doesn't even round. It looks like paper mache. God saw that it fucking got angles on it. And from the crew of Apollo 8, we close with good night, good luck, picture. a merry Christmas, and God bless all of you, all of you on this good earth. So just so you guys can see, like this is the start of their propaganda, uh, you know, missions. That is a nice Christmas morning. Like, look, guys, we're flying around the moon with the shittiest imagery <laughs> you could ever imagine. Why didn't they take any videos of them on the way? Like, when they wait, when th that video clip of like when it's like straight down at like the surface of the moon and like <laughs> zoomed in from where they are, and it's just like you see craters with a bunch of like deep shadows in them and shit like that. Like, I mean. You're kind of right, because it does look like a, like a sponge. <laughs> I mean, it looks really bad. Um, uh, I don't know, but who knows? Astronauts are not photographers or videographers, that's all I have to say. Yeah, sure. I mean, you'd think that when they're halfway to the moon, they'd take it like a nice, a nice video of the moon, like when it's like close, like get video from like when you're close, but you can still see the whole moon in frame. They never have that at all. Yeah. They just have... Really shitty close up, like, look, it's the moon, but don't worry, they get way better because later on next year they come out with moon footage 2.0 where they have a spaceship launching at 4,000 miles per hour off the moon's surface and you get to watch it dock with the capsule, and that's retarded, but that's a little later. So, what do we have on next? Um, we have so astronaut fall, astronauts on wires, and it's so obvious that they're on fucking harnesses that it hurts. And I just want to hear what your guys' opinions are watching these astronauts 
But let's just do the first one here, the astronaut fall wave 04. All right, the guy's bouncing around a little bit. Oh, wait, wait. wait. Oh, don't worry. He starts bouncing Low gravity. a lot better. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it must be that one six gravity. And then he like dropped to his knees. I think he's just struggling with like how tight that the suit is, you know. Oh, no, wait till he no, he's not struggling that hard. Oh, whoa, whoa, there we go. Oh yeah. Picked up out of that like that a boss. A nice dude. Look at that. He's a pro. <laughs> Look at him. He's he didn't get any samples though. Maybe maybe not. Maybe he did. And now he starts getting turned around. Hold on. Oh, uh, this uh, way. Uh, 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 that's a natural movement. Now he's moonwalking, literally. <laughs> <laughs> what was that 360 turn at the end of that? What is your um, What is your impression? Well, of you, that you guy, can't. Please? You can't turn your head in a fucking uh in a spacesuit oh, yeah. like that. You, you actually like have to like rotate your entire body your if you body. want to see a different angle. I'm like, what's going on? I don't I know. So I'd be happy if, that if, you if, said that. If, Why if I was like, your oh, head, Bob? hey, shut the fuck up for a second. <laughs> well, because the helmet stays in the same position. That's why. It's not uh, 360 degrees worth of glass. No, but like if I, dude, I fucking, I have to keep my eyes open in like the deep end of the pool. <laughs> Like, if I was, like, near the dark side of the moon, I'd be like, oh, what the fuck's over there <laughs> the entire time? <laughs> it's like, just, like, an irrational fear that people have, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't think it looks like he's on a wire there, uh, just from, from watching that clip. And, uh, you know, definitely a leading question to suggest he, he is going into it. But um, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's not a very well done video. I feel like they should have reshot it with him uh, moving a bit more naturally or, like, after he learns how to walk in his spacesuit uh, without falling over every 15 seconds. Well, that's what they were doing, like, the whole time they were on, like, the planet or the, the moon itself, though, was, like, just walking around and tripping over and, like, because they've never interacted in this low gravity before in this type of I environment wearing those suits. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Can I ask you a question, Not, Bob? Why couldn't they turn their sure. heads again? Because of the helmet? Yeah, but is it because yeah. it had to be pressurized, like, probably? Because, like... You know, you couldn't have it on, like, a seal in a vacuum like that. Like, you couldn't have, like, an O-ring to, like, turn your head, right? Like, there's no way to t rotate your head back and forth if it's sealed. Well, no, not that you can I mean, still see. you can like, move your head, but you're just facing on the inside of the helmet and you don't see anything. There's only a visor in the front. Yeah. There's only a visor on, like, the front part of where your face is supposed to be directioned. You know what I mean? Are you saying that back back then they had helmets that could rotate with your visuals? And if so, like, how did it actually? Because the the seal ring is off their shoulders; it's not like connected like at their neck. How yeah, would they yeah. turn and the helmet move with them? You know. Okay. Okay. That, yeah. It's not designed to do that. There's at, at least I don't know about have. modern like what they would use for like spacewalks or anything like right now, but I would assume that like whatever they were using back then was just like. A one fit clamp on like helmet that kept your line of sight directly in front of you the whole time. Gotcha. Well, it's, it's one step above a Bioshock like uh, sub submariner suit. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so not convincing then. Not, uh, go. Let's go to the next one. See how this guy handles <laughs> his one sixth gravity. Uh, astronaut on a wire three. Yes. Well, I'd like to say that stuff until uh, we can do between the Make a firm decision. Oh, okay. pause it real quick. I want to make one point. Well, but 
The really fun part here is that they're talking in real time to Houston with no, absolutely no audio delay. When they used to have, uh, just for the ISS, they talk about how they have like a 7 to 11 second delay. So I just wanted to just say they, they're talking in real time unless they went back and edited the audio to push it all together. But they're literally reacting in real time to what yeah, the astronauts like, are doing, which is just odd to me that there's no delay from a broadcast from the moon with on battery power. No, well, obviously, it's edited in some way because they're not going to have some... Uh, because w whatever they're recording the audio from, uh, Houston or the spacesuit or whatever, and the video are cl clearly very separate entities. So there's some editing going on. Why not just shift the audio uh, so many seconds to where it lines up with their actual motions and there's not like a giant pause? Oh, yeah, but they re react uh, I'll, I'll, in I'll real time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you'll see. I'll see what they're actually Even if they're jamming um, the audio together, there's sense. too many times where they're reacting in real time with them. Um to the next, like the next thing they do that's five seconds later, there's they have that audio jammed in. Right, you'll see. Just keep going. Uh, okay. Fine. Putting it down the hole, and we're going to use that for a heat flow. still like Yeah, he looks like he's positioning himself to like maybe pick something up. He's trying to take a knee. Can't really bend his leg very well. Hold on, Kaepernick. <laughs> there we go. And he comes right. He has like a stick oh, in his yeah, hand no, and he's hobbling yeah. around. Bouncing around on one foot it's, trying to rebalance. It's obviously very difficult for them to even like reach the ground. Back that up five seconds. Look at the astronaut in the back and a nice little gleam of the wire. That was a part of his backpack. Oh, don't worry. There's, there's other ones where they're talking on the flag, and they have the gleam at the top and right off the top of the backpack. How about that, Tony? Outstanding. See that? I'd the whole state open. That's just fucking beeping. It's to make All it extra sci-fi. I just dropped the hammer into it. It just fell in. So what they oh, used okay. to do to make you think it was really technical and spacey is that they'd have random beeping and sci-fi sounds. Beep. I'm going to pause it real quick, stuff. but I mean, like, please... Please, body cameras do like the same thing, like every like twenty seconds, though. Too. I mean, oh, okay. Th uh, there must be some reason why they put it in there. I don't know the exact reason why, but I mean, there has to be some reason that it's picking up the sound and the, the, why the sound is there and shit like that. Body, the I mean, body cam sound. It's just the CV radio, isn't it? Isn't it just the radio? Whatever. Thing? What whatever audio video recording systems that they have set up, right? It's like. Why do I watch a like a police body cam video and it's like a constant beep beep like every like it's fucking like fifteen seconds too? Yeah, it's his walkie-talkie. The, they got the fucking. I mean, these guys aren't on ham radio. I think they could have probably done it without the fucking beeps. It's not like anyone else was on the fucking channel with them. Uh, <laughs> to, to speculate on something that I've, no, like none of us know. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. just, that's what we're doing. Is we're speculating. Okay, Charlie, we're probably ready to go with the earphones. Yeah, look at that. Wait a minute, I got the most beautiful thing here. I gotta pick this up. Now you're saying it doesn't look like he's on wires. Point. He can barely bend his knees. Well, we get that he can barely bend his knees. I'm talking about the random bounces and his body being jerked in fucking different motions. Uh -huh. 
blow on it. He was doing that. You could tell he was doing that. Yeah, I was going to. Wait, what is it? Okay. He just has a little space stick. Yeah, like the, yeah, the other astronaut. Really. Looks like he's Let me put this over here. It looked like he was like taking a piss out in the background there. <laughs> <laughs> Which would instantly boil his dick off and kill him. Maybe he's into that. They they weren't so uh accepting back in the city. Alright, so you guys are not convinced you think this is just natural looks like natural movement then? Yeah. Like I'm not immediately suspect of it now. I yeah, don't I don't see a I don't see a harness point. Like you do in like every other yeah. movie setting that they use like a harness and wire system to like pretend to make people think that like they're well they do like they probably do like to, to the hip and then to the top of the backpack there that's but in my opinion what they're probably doing mm. but Stanley Kubrick outdoes himself yet again yeah. <laughs> I mean I've watched a bad like uh, I watched enough of bad sci-fi original fucking television shows and CW comic book shows that I, I, I know a hardest point when I see one. <laughs> so I, just, I have a quick question now that just off the, off this, you know, enough the wire video there, right. Um, with those astronauts, but why do By you the way, I love ha haven't gone back? I don't well, know. Because we won the cold war and we didn't need to go back. Okay. Do you have an opinion, Bob? On why we haven't <laughs> Do you, do you have any opinion <laughs> on why we haven't gone back to the moon? Uh, there's not a whole lot apparently there. Or, like, on the face of it, there's just not a whole lot there, right? What, what kind of resources would we go there for? Yeah. It doesn't have an atmosphere. Can't yeah. settle there easily. I mean, you Don't can do research really... in low, low... You can do a ton of research. In, it's the closest celestial body where you can do low-gravity research. Um, you know, research different. Why do we different need to do low gravity in, research? Well, you can do different experiments in a low gravity setting to see. You know, oh, I see what you mean. You need to set up like a lab there or something. I mean, oh, you yeah. could also do that in the ISS without traveling like yeah. the majority of that Makes distance. Yeah, in the ISS. Yeah. Um, but then you could you can't launch shit off the ISS either. You could actually launch shit from low gravity. Yeah. All you have to do is detach and then let gravity pull you in. You could work on. Oh, you have terraforming. Oh, oh, Whatever the fuck you want. Like, you know, there's lots of... Okay, but NASA scientists tell you all the time, like, oh, it'll be great. We'll have... Moon, we gotta build moon bases. Like, they want to do it. Like, they claim to want to do well, it. Terraforming's not... Uh, it's not an ideal situation unless the the planet itself has, like, a magnetic... Or, a, I'm sorry, a metallic core to it. Like... We have iron in, in like the center of our Earth, like molten iron, and that's what gives us the um, magnetic field. And the magnetic field actually protects us from like large and large amounts of radiation from the sun. Uh, so that is one of like the only reasons that and like the actual atmosphere itself actually makes Earth like an, a, a habitable place. Like if we didn't have that, it, it would just be every other radiated wasteland. That every other planet around us is essentially that like is Mars. like a, an actual yeah like Mars essentially it's like we're not going to terraform okay. Mars people like there is no magnetic core there is no atmosphere That's like we're you're going to be okay. living in tiny ass domes on like like very few select 
fucking maybe if there's ice there, we'd set it like right on top of the ice. Like other than that, <laughs> we would constantly we talk the about ice that. directly. We'd constantly talk about how we're gonna fucking we're gonna have habitats on Mars. Like, you know, they, that's because you have all these. Well, I mean, like, fucking we, retards. We. That's because we have all these fucking retards that are like, oh, Elon Musk is my hero, and we're gonna terraform Mars. I love science. Ooh. Yeah. Like those are th- that's Musk those like people. The, Elon Musk is the type of nerdy where he can't get through a regular conversation, even with Joe Rogan. So like, <laughs> that's the type of person who's talking about terraforming Mars. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like an autist uh, talking to a literal ape. Yeah. The the and guy was... needs to be a little bit more pragmatic <laughs> about things. So, well, we got a top NASA scientist here that's going to tell us about... I love him. I love Don. Don Don Pettit. (laughs) Do you want to give us a bit of background for Don Pettit? National hero. Yeah, he's one of of our most decorated (laughs) astronauts. He spent some of the most time in in space, in orbit on the ISS. He is uh, a very respected and decorated astronaut and doesn't at all sound like he has Down syndrome. Oh, he's called Space Tie. (laughs) Oh, that is, yeah, I didn't even notice that. Let's listen to Don <laughs> yeah, talk about like constellations or whatever. Okay, you know, go on. Going to the moon. Read between the lines. Take a listen. I'd go to the moon in a nanosecond. Uh, the problem is we don't have the technology to do that anymore. We used to, but we uh, <laughs> destroyed that technology, and destroyed. it's a painful process to build it back again. But going to Mars should be uh, one <laughs> of the next series one. of steps that humans do. The first step should be going back to the moon for a number of technical uh, reasons and exploration reasons and then after that Mars maybe a high orbit in uh, Venus atmosphere, maybe going to Europa. There's all kinds of uh, targets to go to places of interest in our solar system. The, the only limit to human future is in our own imaginations. Holy the only limit fuck, to Don human Pettit, future you... is in our imaginations. I love okay, I agree, that he's, he, he's great. I love that he actually sounds like he's retarded. Like <laughs> he's like the head scientist of NASA, and well, like he like, can't push out too. a sentence it's together. Wide-eyed... It's this like wide-eyed, childlike look on his face when he's saying all of that. <laughs> My favorite part, I literally think he might be retarded, and they're doing this to make fun of the public. Because somebody is hilarious that is making these decisions. Like, he is so fucking dumb. He says the dumbest shit. And, but, he's their, like, top fucking guy, so... And he wants to go back to the moon for multitudes of exploration and technical reasons. So, like, they want to go back. They claim they're gonna go back all the fucking time. Well, see... Uh, even in regard to like him, like my statements about him sounding like a retard, like people that study science like that far and they're that good at it and do all the research and stuff like that, they're not well socialized people. So I understand why he sounds like a complete fucking moron. Like he, he probably can barely even look people in the eyes. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like he's, he's not socialized enough. Like he's, uh, um, he's too autistic to be good at socializing, and and but very autistic enough to be like very very good at science. So I I think that's that's where it helps. Like who knows? Like I've never looked at his dissertations or like what he studied or anything like that. Like what kind of top mind he is in like the field that he ever researched or anything. 
I'm but, so excited to do a Don Pettit episode to show you what it's like. I would love, is. yeah, I, I would love that because he's just like a character. <laughs> he's one of my. He favorites. also seems to be kind of in the in the realm of autistic enough to actually be interested in the the exploration and technical stuff you can do on the moon or going to these other planets for like the the sheer sake of doing it or the the math and science behind doing it. Yeah, so like I, I could see him actually genuinely being inter- interested in that, whether or not there's any. A- practical application or reason or anyone else cares but uh in that that specified or that, that specific of uh and, and high level field of science like this and, um and to be know, fair surprised to be fair i'd prefer every scientist be like don pettit and less like neil degrasse tyson <laughs> okay yes <laughs> you know <laughs> that's just me and not or not like... what, I what was that, most of them to be like einstein and by that i mean dead I fucking hate scientists. I hate Neil deGrasse Tyson. So this next clip, <laughs> I hate every TV scientist so fucking much. It, it makes well, me. That's sick. TV scientist. That's different. That that's like saying Doctor Fauci's a real doctor. Like it's it's a TV doctor, pretty much. <laughs> He's a public official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you okay. actually met real scientists, like they're they're very just normal but awkward people that spend way too much time focusing a lot of their effort into like a very minuscule set of equations so it's like it's, it's hard to communicate and even connect with with people like that yeah i have but, to fix all their printers I mean, and copiers they don't even know how to load paper in without fucking it up they're like fucking dumb as shit yeah the, now imagine some steps above that and does that make you understand don pettit or at least that clip of don pettit Oh, I understand Don Pettit. He's my hero. Okay, good. <laughs> I, have, I have watched every clip of Don Pettit at least six times. He is my favorite person <laughs> on the planet. He's a lot of fun to make fun of. I'll give you that. So, now, we fast forward here to 1969. And Buzz and Buzz and Neil land on the moon. While Michael Collins fucking whirls around the fucking moon in orbit a bunch of times. And they land oh, in what cock. can only be aptly described, Owen Benjamin put it perfectly, what looks to be a meth head's tree fort. <laughs> so if we look at this... Looking at the picture now. This thing, the temperatures they claim that this thing fucking withstands in a vacuum, while they open it, have to repressurize it, and then it has to refill with access to the life support systems that they claim that this thing fucking must have it's so ridiculous this looks like a high school prop this is my favorite part of the whole moon landing is the lander it looks like a high school prop for a or like a george orwell play it is the dumbest fucking thing i've ever seen in my life and this thing by the way when it launches off reaches speeds of four thousand miles an hour just so you are aware it gets to four thousand miles an hour before without ever being tested on earth once never flown on earth yeah, I don't know what. I, so far as like temperature and stuff, um, I don't know what they did back then. But I know now they, for any piece of equipment they're going to throw into space, that they do extensive testing and uh, the testing over time for extreme temperatures and pressures and whatever. Uh, like went in toward Goddard, and they, like, they they have a bunch of facilities specifically for that. I don't know what they did back then though, or how extensive it was, or whether whether or not they knew this would actually withstand. Well, apparently it's made out of fucking that, aluminum. That speed. Is what they claim. Most of it's made out of fucking aluminum. Well, it's oh, all whatever. wrapped. Um, okay. It's all wrapped in, especially like what looks like aluminum foil everywhere. 
on the aluminum lunar foil, here. saran wrap, and fucking there's there's literally tape on it. Um, well, it's not like actually aluminum foil. It's just like radiation reflecting materials. You know what I mean? Like highly reflective materials to like shield them from the radiation that they're getting outside of the. No, you're right. It's not made out of Earth. roofing tar paper and fucking sheets of bent aluminum. No, you're right. Let's let's. Don't you go buy like a tube of rattles wrap and it just says in bold text in the front, "Made with NASA technology." Is, is, oh, is that not at your store? Bad. I mean, look. Just scroll through some of these pictures for a second. And actually, the video that we'll post has um, some really good sh- uh, close-up shots of the same pictures. And these I got off of NASA.gov. It's not like you know fake pictures but uh like th- it looks like dog shit and i actually i pulled up a video from uh, confirmed not fake pictures yeah they're from nasa.gov so they're <laughs> bragging about these well that's not yeah I know. um yeah so i the video we're gonna play next is as he goes over some of the land the lunar landing stuff he just did a really good job and i like his explanation for things he's he he comes at it very sarcastically like he so he's coming at it from my point of view where this is fake as shit so just you know be aware of that but um, it's uh, Should I just know, mute it? conspiracy too. No, no, you don't have to mute it. He has really good explanations. I, it's really good. It's really interesting. Um, so yeah, let's Here go. Is the that. official lunar lander? When I usually show this to people, they automatically think it's a joke. No, seriously, this is an official photograph of the Apollo lunar lander. That? Fortunately, they took a close-up photograph as well. Like a vacuum ba- bag versus or plus a uh, vent duct. That looks like curtain rods, tape, and fucking roofing tar paper. And then if you look up in the fucking look at the, you tell what's going on there. It's a close up of the lunar lander that's in a fucking vacuum, not on a fucking soundstage somewhere. You think that thing landed without ever being tested on Earth, on the fucking moon? Six times in a row with no fucking problems. What do you think the odds are of that? Wait, was it really not ever tested on Earth, or do you just mean like no? They, they never tested it tested on it. Earth. They never flew that thing on Earth. They never flew that fucking thing ever. Well, it's not designed they to just fly got really, in the atmosphere. Really lucky. It's not yeah, like a so car untested, where you're they just picking up. It. It's not oh, like a yeah, car where they're picking up road debris or something like that. Like it, it doesn't encounter those things or have to deal with like uh, wind velocities and wind friction and shit like that. Like those are structural members. Everything seems to be wrapped in some type of either thermal or radiation type of shielding, wrapped right? In, like no, if you're if you're going to, to build something that paper. is capable of going inside of space or going to space and to like keep it sealed and everything like that, you're going to build that structural unit first, and then you're going to wrap it in thermal and radiation shielding second. You're not going to put it on the inside. You're going to put it on the outside because there's nothing that would damage those things on the outside. Bob, stop talking for one second. Just take a deep breath and look at this fucking thing objectively. Look at this fucking thing. You are, I'm looking you are at trying it. to make excuses for it because you already believe I'm not making happened. excuses. I'm going through a logical progression of why they would engineer it in such a fashion. Right? Look, what are those fucking I'm, curtain rods made out of? Is that fucking vibranium? Like, like structural what? members? Probably steel? <laughs> yeah, like, folks, it doesn't have to be <laughs> magically strong because it's not going through... Uh, 
wind turbulence and those fours. Look at the yeah. look at the paneling at the top. Look at the fucking gaps in the paneling. The, the okay. Dark. I like. You, are those ther- thermal panelings or radiation panelings? What kind of panelings are there? They're definitely not. I, I I'll I'll grant you that they're not panelings that secure that make it airtight. How about that? I agree with that. They look like complete oh, no, garbage. Not airtight in space. What's this? What's this black crinkly paper? What do you think that's made out of? Show me the black crinkly paper on Earth that looks like that. That fucking withstands temperatures of like whatever whatever what i think it's like 400 degrees fahrenheit and like negative 250 celsius also at the same time with like little gold things of tape tape to it in the bottom left it looks like a big chunk was taken out and they just fucking taped it back on what paper it does look like roofing paper <laughs> these are scientists not arts and crafts experts okay yeah. they, they make mistakes sometimes they need to patch if, if it up. was paper mache they could have called the local third grade teacher and they got a, they could have made it look real pretty Aaron. <laughs> this is why we need more women scientists it's not even, a sing- it's not even like a single sheet of canvas yeah <laughs> okay I like that. <laughs> we, find, we finally found a use for them. <laughs> Damn it, Josh. Oh, my God. All right. Keep going with, keep going with the video. We'll let him talk for a second, and then I want to hear you guys. Curtain stuff. rods, aluminum foil, tar paper, scotch tape, some useless abstract art sculptures that do nothing but look spacey, and some very poor construction. Oh, there's this close-up on Look at the paneling. It's a disaster. (laughs) If someone sheetrocked your basement like this, you'd demand your money back. Okay, well, okay, what we're looking at right here is actually a um, thermal shielding tarp for the thruster that's right there. You can see the thruster at the top. So they're zoomed in. We're like 40 seconds at, at this video. There's a thruster right at the top, and so they have it kind of guiding like outwards away from it rather than straight down into the body of the of the rest of the unit there. Yep, and then you also see that gold tape taking the, some kind of silvery well, aluminum foil to the top yeah. of that. Whatever that is. What the fuck is that? Let's just re- <clears throat> let's refer to that as space foil. Yeah, that's space tape but, and uh, space foil. So you actually do get to see some um, some bare metal structures under there. You see where my mouse cursor is? Right along mm-hmm. the line of the um, the structural beam right there. You can see the underside of like the that white box on the top of uh, the lunar lander, and yeah, you, you, you can actually see the rivets in the in the metal there on the bottom of the structural platform of where I think the uh, crew department or crew compartment is. It looks like a grate that's on a grill, basically, but white with like some kind of uh, white metal above yeah. it. It kind of looks like that. Close right? enough. Yeah. Between between that and like siding or but how, that, how that's siding or that's whatever. the underside, but the the siding of it. Uh, actually, you see, like the just how wavy that like that paneling is going up the side <laughs> of it. It's tarp. It's like tarp. It looks like tarp. It well, looks like, like no, it looks like warped uh, drywall, right? Yeah, like oh, maybe kind of. Yeah, yeah it kind of looks like wet drywall, or like I, I was thinking, yeah. it looks like really thin metal, like when it gets like just kind of bent and warped, like while they're screwing it together, it just kind of like got bent in a bunch of spots, and like ah, fuck it, we're gonna do it on grainy black and white, anyways. But then they came out mm-hmm. with photos for no goddamn reason. And these didn't come out until like 1997 or something. These like high def photos. Like, because they, NASA would always say, well, we got all the fo- 
photos, like we got the color photos and stuff, and it's it, it'll blow your mind. It's no, it's awesome. Well, they didn't they didn't want the Soviets to see these. This is a uh, uh, possibly then classified information, or they just put it out when everyone already Important believes technology. the old shit. Like so, everyone already believes the old thing, and then it's uh, the Mark Twain quote. It's literally it's it's easier to trick a man than it is to convince him he's been tricked, and that's so fucking true. Like. People admitting that they they were wrong about something that they believed in is like devastating to people. It's like when a kid is struggling with like finding out that Santa Claus isn't real. It's like that same process, and the only reason the kids always come out of it is because everyone believes that Santa's not real. So it's easier for him to join the group. Then, but I mean, I understand what you're way, saying. I understand what you're saying. Like I've experienced that firsthand with having political arguments and people just instead of like. Uh, understanding and realizing that they got something, they got the wrong information and they had been duped about something and they just wouldn't admit it or they didn't know like a vital piece of like the puzzle that, that uh, was they required for like their opinion. They double down and they just freak out and they start calling you names and shit like that. I, I understand that. But when it comes to the moon landing, like I have no vested interest in into like being like, man, I'll look like a real fucking asshole if me and every other person, you know, <laughs> like no, I, can, I just don't I probably believe that. What's something that you got wrong that like politically then like do you guys have any examples of like something that you were like super for or then like found out like more info and you're like, ah, fuck, I kind of fucked that one up. Like, do you have an example of that? I was totally down for the Iraq war when it happened. I was totally. Yeah. That's my example too. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know I about anything like else recent. Turn the Middle East into a parking lot. Like that. Yeah. Those assholes. <laughs> yeah. Same. Uh, and now I'm like, holy shit, Honestly. we're governed by a bunch of warmongering, like <laughs> assholes that just, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but, uh, I'll freely I'll admit it, and I'm the first person to turn my mistakes into jokes about myself, though, too. Like, uh, I don't, I often don't see that, but I understand, like, what type of wrong opinion would lead to such, like, a virulent kind of backlash into being called out for being wrong or finding well, out I mean, look wrong, at people you know? doubling down on the mask shit, even though it still killed way less people than the flu did last year, and flu deaths are, like, record lows right now. It's like, guys... On. Like, how do people not lie? How are people not looking at this? It's just repetition. That's per- first thing of propaganda. Like, every time I'm in their car right now, it's just the radio's like every other commercial is about fucking coronavirus and it's about staying safe. And it's just they just keep repeating it, repeating it until people just believe it's true and no one looks for the actual info. They just say big numbers and people are like, oh, fuck, I guess it's real. I don't want to turn this into a coronavirus episode again, but let's just no. remind people that in 2018, 640,000 people worldwide died from the flu. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but this is supposed to be an amazing spaceship constructed by the best engineers and scientists. It's absolute garbage. A shameful scientists prop made by a high school drama club. Looking at the photographs side by side, it's unbelievable to me that they got away with this for so long. Are academics, scientists, and engineers so institutionalized that they can't see how absurd this is? It's incredibly stupid. I'm sorry, but this is not a spaceship. So this brings me to proof number one, the lunar lander joke. This is really good. 
There are so many problems that this entire presentation could be on the lunar lander. The first huge problem I want to discuss about the lunar lander is the fact that it was never flown on Earth. Not even once. Please go and try to find a video of astronauts getting some flight time in this yeah. piece of junk. Oh, don't worry. They, have, they did their it. own tests. With this drama prop was never. By, by the way, he, he just put a fake in big text over the lunar lander <laughs> image. I think I'm sold now. I think I'm totally believing it finally. Even allegedly flown by an astronaut on Earth in front of a camera. In fact, besides NASA's alleged dubious pictures in space, there is zero proof that this alleged vehicle could actually fly. This comical contraption, after traveling 234,000 miles in space, supposedly fell from lunar orbit at 4,000 miles per hour, and this difficult maneuver was never practiced. The lunar lander landed quick. in poor visibility on... Wait, what is, the, what is this video they're showing now? What is that the, the is like, what they did test. thing? They test flight flew that thing to practice landing it and crashed three out of five of them. You There's can't... A, it's not the same, dude. No. Oh, you, no. You can't yeah. test fly these things on, in atmosphere. It is designed to fly outside of atmosphere. I get what you're saying. Okay? I, I do. But they landed this. They were testing these on a fucking airstrip in waiting for like perfect conditions and were crashing the fuck out of them. Okay. Now they take that to the moon where there is no atmosphere. Thank God. But you're landing it on the fucking rockiest bullshit terrain you've ever seen. It's just rocks and fucking divots. And, and they just did it six times in a row. No problem. They landed it. They fucking launched it back up. They fucking nailed it. Uh, reconnecting with the fucking command module as it's whizzing around the fucking moon and then fly back to Earth, no problems, six times in a row. What, just objectively, if we had never done that, and I was like, what are the odds we can do this with untested flight craft because we can't test them until we're in no, you know, no atmosphere? It's designed to fly in no atmosphere. I'll give you that. Still untested, so you're flying a theoretical craft. What are the chances that you could do it six times in a row with no fucking issues? Like, just give me a, an odds, like, percentage. What you realistically think the chances are of doing that. Pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, like, uh, my, my main issue is just the, like you said, the, the rocky terrain and the, 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 they don't know exactly what the... I doubt they had exactly prepared or knew exact the um, uh, topography of the moon going into it. Where uh, you know, once you get to space with the orbital mechanics and like not having an atmosphere and aerodynamics to take into account, things can be like the the general motion of things can be calculated. From what I understand, pretty simply and like pretty exactly. Um, well, they so have I, to because they didn't have any fucking computers when they were going there. Well, they did. Yeah, one with ten buttons and no screen, and it had less power than most fucking TI eighty one calculators. Yeah, they had a computer. I guess you're right. You got you got. They also used a sextant to make mid course adjustments with the stars, like a fucking pirate ship. <laughs> the original NASA, the original space pirates. Okay. Yeah. That's how they made mid course adjustments with a sextant on board. For for six times in a row with no issues. 
I don't think that's super likely. I think, but I think it's probably still double digits. Like that, they could do it, like percent, ten like percent, double digits, or yeah, sure, maybe like between ten and fifty somewhere. You know, I I don't know the situation or the the problem well enough to really comment on it. But from from an outside perspective, well, um, they're theoretical. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's impossible. So. This little theoretical craft that they made on Earth to fly in the Earth conditions just to test trying to land a fucking tripod on the moon fucking exploded three out of five so well whoa 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 it's not a it, tripod. vaccine i mean those, sorry, those, what? those are yeah it's four four, four feet those are four feet there yeah quad pod oh it's a quad Let's, pod sorry let, yeah <laughs> tetrapod now here's a, i'd say here's a fun Aaron. i wait hold on i'd give you about 70 percent on those chances you, think they, oh, you wow. really believe in these guys that yeah because our understanding all of, those fucking math equations in yeah the movie you fucking thought yeah because our top. understanding of <laughs> engineering and newtonian physics is actually like very very refined um yeah I, okay I then i got a question plus. for you i got a question for you then with no yeah. atmosphere so if you take off on earth through the plane you're flying with that when the Earth is rotating, even though it's rotating a thousand miles an hour, you're not rotating. You're rotating with it, so you can land. Even if you're landing like north-south on a north-south runway, you can land with no problems because you're spinning at the same rate as the Earth because the atmosphere is also spinning with the Earth, right? Wait, what? It's no, within the same not... inertial frame of the Earth. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but it's not going to be, the wind's not, like, air's not pushing you. No, 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 but the, yeah, uh, the, the wind currents are relative to the rotation of the Earth, is, yeah. is what Aaron's trying or to. Or else the wind would be a thousand yeah. miles an hour at all times, yeah. and we'd all be fucking dead. We wouldn't have even yeah. been born. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like, if you're in the air, they're not going to, whatever, sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah, the, in the inertia of the atmosphere is the same as the rotation of the Earth. So now, if you have the moon, which rotates at 10 point three miles per hour or something like that. Not fast. It's not very fast at all, but it's 10, 10 miles an hour. Um, now you have no atmosphere. So you have to, you have to drop down on this fucking untested tripod and you have to match the, you have to match the rotational speed of the fucking moon exactly before you land, or it'd be like landing a, fucking drone on a running on a, on a treadmill going the fucking max speed going at 10 miles an hour you know what i'm saying so the the moon is rotating below them as they're landing on it but they don't already have the inertia required because there's no atmosphere that has that inertia that they've now entered to catch them up with the rotation of the planet of the moon yeah and they actually do that by circling multiple times around the the moon itself but okay so, so they, 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 they spend thousands and thousands of miles decelerating to the point where it'll drop them down onto like a a, a certain spot okay okay oh, cool. but if there's no atmosphere to keep that inertia with them and they're using rockets to make like little adjustments to keep it upright you know, they're using the thrusters to keep it upright as they're decelerating down to the moon's surface. Yeah. What are the odds that they keep that so that when they land, it's not landing like this? And just tumbling. Like, it comes down and it just, like, immediately fucking tumbles because the ground under them is going 10.3 miles per hour. 
Well, Bob, were you saying that they like get to the speed of the moon's rotation? Is that what you're explaining? I mean, sort or... of. They the the inertial frames of the relative two objects, the spacecraft and the moon, come tied together after a certain point, especially once. Because it's not just atmosphere that that pulls you into the same inertial frame, where the rotation and also like the size and scale of the moon and the rotation of it come into play. Like it's actually like part gravitational too, because it'll help pull you in and slow you down for it too. I'm, I get what you're saying, but that's actually yeah. not what they did. Because after they dropped them off of it, Michael Collins uh, orbited the moon like ten more times before they actually came back up to meet the spacecraft. So unless he dropped, he got to the exact, if he was already just floating there with the fucking moon, why would he then speed up and just start driving around the moon again? Why wouldn't he just fucking chill at that speed? You know what I'm saying? No, no, but they, they got a, um, whatever they call it, orbit around the moon itself because it has such a smaller gravity and such a smaller diameter of a, um, uh, of a gravitational mass in space. That's totally fine. You can still mitigate enough to go down and slow yourself down enough to be able to land properly, though. You have to, but you have to also be going in the direction of the rotation at the exact same speed it's going. Because even if it was going one mile an hour faster than you, those tripods would just topple the second they hit the fucking dirt. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, I don't know about that. If I don't you, know about like, the structure, structural integrity of <laughs> of said landing crafts. In, well, in land land a land a fucking land a drone on a on a on a fucking uh, treadmill going one mile an hour. It'll Better yet, let's land a, a, a rocket on a floating fucking landing pad. How about that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah, wow. another, I think I say what was it like a an asteroid or something? What did uh SpaceX do a few years back? Yeah, not SpaceX. That was a that European was project where they wasn't it. They, oh, they, okay. Excuse, oh, you're right. Yeah. I'm, I'm an idiot. Yeah, go on. The guy, the scientist that got uh, canceled because he was wearing a an anime a shirt or shirt. something. Yeah, he was wearing oh, a weed shirt. Wearing some t-shirt with yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, they 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 had to like actually match the speed of it. I mean, which which is hard. Like, there's tons of calculations, but they they give them extra fuel for that, and you know, give them extra resources to match that criteria, essentially. Uh, and especially with like the delay time in um, in in the video and like all all like the, the sensory input that they're getting from the satellite, like you know, it's totally feasible. It takes a while to like approach something from from such a large distance, and especially like matching that speed. You know, if you're thinking about it, if something's like fucking twenty million miles away from you and you're trying to match its speed, it should be pretty simple to like to create like a, a cross point right there. You know what I mean? You would think, with, in like, regards you know, maybe to with modern being computers, on. like maybe modern computing technology, these guys did this manually. They didn't have like I a mean, fucking computer helping them match speeds. They just they had to manually do this because they didn't have the computers that you're talking about to do this kind of shit. Then they still had like all the pretty much all the same science that they're that's being applied for this type of problem. Just uh. Yeah, not the the computing power, the, the processing power to actually dump it out, which is why everything was done beforehand. I mean, the the comet's one thing because that's like there's tons of variables that we don't really know because we get to see it like once and every however many years that it comes by us. And the moon is is there, like we know the patterns of the moon so well at this point. Like everything is like down to dare I say, Aaron, a science. <laughs> 
but it, you know, it's like fucking ancient civilizations figured out the pattern of the moon and and all that shit, like way before like civilization was even created. So and like before mathematics, you know, like they could they could just like eyeball it and be like, oh, it's gonna be like a fucking, you know, it's gonna be a full. Yeah, astronomy was like whatever. the first precise science or per- first precise yeah. like observation of nature. Well, yeah, really, it's literally um, a sky clock. Going back to like Egyptian times or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's that. It's literally just a sky clock. People were able to recognize patterns and predict or you know make realistic calendars and clocks and whatever yeah yeah i mean that's why the swastika is in like every civilization ever it's literally just the big dipper going around the fucking north star for all the what? seasons what, Oy what the hell is the background of that <laughs> well, no it just is that's what that's what that is it's the, you know swastika is just the, a symbol for the four seasons it's is it yes. like and, and you know it's classic it's the big dipper going around is. the fucking north star it's what it is that's all it is let me wikipedia this yeah that's like fucking off topic that's here, not, but that's, i i just haven't that's heard this not before. something i knew yeah well i i don't do a whole bunch of research into the swastika though that's all you, Aaron. <laughs> well, no, it's just in, it's in like I'm, fucking forty civilizations. Like it's in so many different things. Like it, it's just it's literally just the four seasons. Like that mark is like in every civilization ever. And now it's like you know, whatever. Mean Mister Mustache is fucking super symbol of hatred. But I mean, B- Buddhism apparently is supposed to just be the um the, the uh, Dharma wheel of the. Uh, what reincarnation stuff um i don't know i'm sure that i'm just scrolling through wikipedia i'm sure there's some other meanings and yeah but that's where the uh, symbol comes from philosophical background just look at the big dipper each season it's that symbol i feel like we should move on and stop talking about the swastika and move back on to the moon landing yeah yeah. well let's go let's keep going with let's watch neil fucking crash this quad pod a bunch of times yeah like, this oh, segment's so almost weird. over too. We we keep getting distracted from it, so Yeah, yeah. Very rough. Crater and boulder infested terrain that was all the same Portland cement color. Just imagine how easy it would have been to hit I mean, a boulder or fall into a crater when you only have these small windows flying over terrain that all looks like Portland cement. This difficult type of landing was never practiced. The lunar lander ascent stage then supposedly blasted off the moon, again achieving 4,000 miles per hour to rendezvous up in space with a spaceship that had been orbiting the moon dozens of times. Again, this maneuver was never practiced on Earth. Here is Armstrong flying one of the much smaller so-called training vehicles in optimal conditions. In this vehicle, he has full visibility and there is no rough terrain. The accident almost killed Armstrong, but he wasn't alone. Three of the five training vehicles crashed, and the training vehicles were much smaller, had much better visibility, were flown in optimal conditions (laughs) over runways in daylight, were never flown in situations similar to what would be experienced on the moon. Don't go into the fire. Three-fifths of the training vehicles crashed. That is not a good safety record. And all right, all right, that was the yeah, that was the timestamp that you had me stop at. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was just so fun to see Neil fucking tip that fucking thing over and just <laughs> and explode it in midair. You can't say ideal. Wreck. You can't say ideal flight situation situations while in atmosphere. That's all I'm saying. 
No, I, I get what you're saying. I, that it's a valid yeah. point, but you still, it's an untested tripod or quad pod. Sorry, quad pod that you're there fucking you go. landing and there. never got tipped. You know, never tipped once. Like Aaron's gonna love science one of these days, Josh. I'm gonna get him oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's gonna love the science. <laughs> now, uh, just, we'll go. We'll skip ahead to 4:38 on that video, uh, just for like yeah. a quick 30 second thing about. Uh, it's a good point. Next, they want you to believe that this piece of junk could support life up to three days on the moon. What kind of life support would be necessary? What kind of air conditioning would be necessary in the harshest environment imaginable? The temperature on the moon allegedly varies from negative 387 Fahrenheit at night to 253 Fahrenheit during the day. Shielding. The Apollo 17 astronaut supposedly re-entered the lunar lander on three occasions after even driving around in a dune buggy. What kind of dust-absorbing system did it have? Where were the batteries to give it power for three days? How much oxygen did it have Sun. to repressurize on each occasion and last for three days? No, they didn't have solar. How is there so much that. room in the lunar lander that NASA was able to attach a dune buggy on later missions? Did NASA have the foresight to leave a large trunk for a fold-up dune buggy with tires and large 1970 batteries? Oh, you can stop it. What about all of the bulky? Okay. Um, but the life support point is a good point. They had to fucking open that shit three times and then each time would have to, it was just a single compartment. Like it wasn't, so they'd have to, all the oxygen would immediately be gone. You get in, that's, close that's it, you not, it. What are you they have about? A pre, they have a separate chamber to depressurize and to, uh, to extract and to bring people back in. Like it's I not the same the unit. I have to look at the original, uh, that thing. I don't know if they did actually have that on that. I'm not even kidding. Well, I'm not sure either. I'm just speculating because it's like yeah, that would be yeah, the you're obvious speculating thing. You would, what you would think you would, you would do. Depressurize it to the point where you take this singular chamber where it's like maybe one or two guys could fit in like by themselves. And then they would suck all the, the, the atmosphere out of there and put it into the main cabin and then open it up. And that way you're only losing like a, a, a small percentage of the atmosphere that's with inside of like the, the capsule itself. I agree. Right? But I don't think you know, they had that in that yeah. one. I don't actually think they did have that. Um, if you look at the original design and like this one in the Smithsonian and they show it and it's like, I don't think they had a like a separate chamber because you're right. You'd walk into one door, you'd close it, pressurize, open up the next door, walk in, close it. Then that, you know, that's how you do it. But I don't think they had that on this and they had to re-pressurize it and refill it with oxygen three separate fucking times. If they didn't have that, that looks I mean, that's pretty bad. Like, what do you think? Uh, you know my point. Looks like I have a field trip planned next time the Smithsonian's open. Oh, dude, I, well, so the heating thing is pretty simple because... The, the heating thing is pretty simple because the, the only heat that they get is, like, like, radiation heat, right? There is no atmosphere to transfer that heat into, like, other parts of, like, the ship. So, like, the, the back end of the ship that's in the shade from the sun... Is going to be ice fucking. It's going to be a negative, however many degrees, right? It's like negative. But the front, the, and that's why they cover. Yeah, and that's uh, doesn't go that far down. But the the front part. That's why everything's covered in like this tin foil looking shit because it has a uh, solar and uh, radi- uh, radiation reflecting material to to. It doesn't absorb it. It just bounces back off, right? 
Sure. Or or just a non-thermal conductive material on it and surrounding you, which is my point earlier, saying oh, that like point. if you're going to engineer something that that can survive in space, it doesn't need to look like a spaceship from like Mass Effect or from Event Horizon. You know what I mean? All it does like you need to, you need to have an airtight capsule, and then you, <laughs> you like that reference, and then stuff around it to both like a uh, non-thermal conducting material uh, that goes on the outside of that and then thermal reflecting material and radiation reflecting material that goes on the outside of that. So is that what they made so. the spacesuits out of? Thermal reflecting so, material? Uh, no, I, I, I'm not sure what went into that, what type of material like went into that, but mostly like ceramic based stuff works very well for those types of situations. Because they, on the inside, they had, like, water tubes that would run across their body, and they said that just cold water would pump in there, and that's how they kept themselves cool. Well, yeah, because, like, they're in an insulated capsule, essentially, in that suit, and so, like, they're they're amassing all, like, their internal heat, and that's, like, heating themselves up, essentially. I mean, which makes sense, right? Right? (laughs) What do you think, Mr. Engineer? Let's get some fucking... Uh, I mean, Bob's explanation is adequate enough for me. Um, oh, my God. All right. I, I don't know the systems very well. I don't, like, know... Uh, I, don't, I don't know the background behind the... Or, like, what goes into the um, Lunar Lander. Um, or... Yes, yeah, so I don't know the design behind it. And I don't know space shit in general. And Bob's giving uh, good explanations that appeal to things I do understand. So, uh, <laughs> Now, this is my, my... I think my most compelling piece of video that they have that's hilarious. 1969 lunar module docked with the command module. This is the real video with hilarious Twilight Zone commentary and spooky music so that you know how sci-fi it is. And this is, is what this the fuck the, got to see. Is this the 551 timestamp? No, 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 because this is, uh, it's better with the Twilight Zone footage. So the one oh. He does show it in that, but... Lunar module docked with command module? Yep. comes here comes the spaceship coming at four thousand miles an hour you guys excited doesn't uh, doesn't approach it's not going four thousand miles an hour like 10 feet above of the fucking moon surface well let's see how fast you think it's going here no this isn't 10 feet above this is the this is video from the command module way up at the top here it comes here she comes, boys. Well, if they're in orbit, what's like what's the speed of orbit relative to the four thousand miles an hour? Which they did all manually, by the way. Just they launched at the exact right second, thank God. Despite the delay and no fucking way to But six times in a row. Here it comes. This thing is uh, real sweet. Wait till you see it do its uh, acrobatics here. It's not stop motion 1969 sci-fi movie animation. This is a real spacecraft, real live video of a spaceship. The Eagle had left the moon and returned to Columbia. Why did they have stupid sounds in it? Like, what are these stupid sounds? Because it's propaganda. That's why they added the stupid sounds. Woo! 
Yeah. <laughs> practicing theremin in the background. Really? Jesus. Oh, here we go. Within this strange ship, two sick, astronauts sick maneuvers. and a treasure. <laughs> Triple sealed vacuum boxes of rocks and soil from the surface of the moon. By the way, the thruster on the backside never stops, but it starts going fucking to the one side. You never see any other thrusters fire. Could have like an actuator and actually be locked like, within these rocks were secrets know. of the ages to be yeah, studied and deciphered by up. the scientists of Earth. It's getting ready. Ready for some docking. The, the age of the sun. How Rotating. the moon was formed. Rotating. Oh, level out. Our life Inst began. Rotating. Another rotate. Was there ever life on the moon? Oh, I see the docking hole. There we go. Yeah, they're they're getting it. They're getting it. Look at that. Oh my God. Was the moon once molten and volcanic, or has it always been cold and dead? Was it once part of the Earth? Or was it a wandering planet captured by the Earth eons ago? <laughs> this fucking narration. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that long, the, the gratuitous... <laughs> ...music is... <sighs> Jesus. So you know it's really science -y. How hot was the sun three billion years ago? What the fuck are you talking about? What do you mean by how hot was the sun <laughs> a billion years ago? <laughs> how hot was the sun 33 million years ago? 336611 okay. six, 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 nine, years ago. <laughs> we get the point. <laughs> Here it comes. About to be docked. Coming in with that. Yeah, science. Uh, when Armstrong cuts. and Aldrin, with their precious load of moon rocks, had transferred to Columbia, <laughs> Faithful Eagle, its their task load. completed, their could be cut adrift. Their precious load of moon rocks that turned out to be petrified wood that went to fucking Holland. That never went to Holland. Well, what's, what's the story there? Yeah, well, what's the story supposed to be there with the, the moon rocks they brought back? That or is there Neil some, gave uh, a moon rock to some Duke of Holland as some fucking dumb gift, and it, they put it in a museum for like 50 years and then they, or like 30 years and then they tested it and it was just petrified. Uh, to the point where there were articles that were like, was the moon at one point forested? Like, that's how <laughs> fucking stupid it was. Good to know journalism has uh, possibly raised its standards over the last decades. <laughs> oh, was that being sarcastic? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, no, I'm saying like scientists discover stuff that we've we've gone through like you know, on the show has been stupider than that. Oh yeah, yeah it's what was the moon a forest like the, where the Wookiees are from? Bigfoot <laughs> <laughs> come from the moon. <laughs> so what? That's, give me your initial opinions on that, Josh. Does that look like a real live footage of a spaceship? over the moon uh, or does that look like, like a I, shitty sci-fi movie not even a shitty sci-fi movie it um i don't know what the i don't know it was a very strange video and they had like some cuts to where 
the last 30 seconds wasn't even showing anything going on really well they uh, changed so like what type of ship they were viewing right at like the last part Wait, something like that I, I just i mean from the from the video of the moon the lunar surface seeing the command or the 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 lunar module come blasting off the fucking surface and then doing all those sweet turn tricks in the fucking uh in air and then as it keeps up speed with the oh my god it's so fucking dumb it's it didn't happen guys i don't know what to tell you it didn't fucking happen but like any good american propaganda mission the president our most honest president richard nixon <laughs> makes a phone call to Rick neil dick after and he's the, by the way all six moon missions during nixon's presidency all six no other president has nailed it he's the only one Every other president since him has promised we're going back to the moon, but failed miserably. But Good old honest Nixon. Gate or Space Gate. What's the what's the the controversy here? Yeah, Nixon's our greatest president. That as far as space exploration, we all know this. We all know that Nixon <laughs> wouldn't be part of some giant fucking it, lie. You know, it, it's a real travesty that his reputation got tarnished having all these moon landings under his belt. And he gets put under the, the fucking turning block just because he lied to everyone. Like, it was just a small little lie. <laughs> Most people don't even know that the moon landings were during his presidency. They all think it was during Kennedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kennedy he was wasn't dead. around what? for for long this enough. He was the one that was like, yeah. we're going to the moon. Like, <laughs> he was the one that... Josh, cue the voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't do Kennedy impression. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but we yeah, like, I feel like people should know that about Kennedy. Like, that was they had the whole Stephen King novel about his death date, so like people know when he died. Oh, I know, but people because he gave the speech are like, yeah, it's so Kennedy. He gets credited for the moon shit because he gave the, the cool speech. But it was all during Nixon's presidency. All six, all six moon landings. Well, I mean, cl- clearly, clearly, this is when we had a more reasonable populace. Where, where right now, like, say for example, uh, the the economic recession of two thousand eight wasn't necessarily Obama's fault. It was, it was based on things that happened during Bush's administration, but then it got blamed on Obama and stuff like, uh, you know, stuff like that. Whereas uh, clearly in the 60s and 70s, we had a more reasonable populace who understood that it was everything that Kennedy put in place and initiated and the funding he gave to NASA that, that really made it possible for us to go to space. And, and Nixon kind of just happened to be in office at the time. Yeah, they were real reasonable. That's why they, uh, a lot of people <laughs> swore we went to the moon because they heard the broadcast on the radio. I think Josh is gaslighting us about Nixon and Kennedy right now. Oh <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, Josh? How dare well, you let's listen Nixon's to Nixon's name like that? Congratulate the boys. Let's let's hear go, good old Nixon's phone call. The landline where you make phone calls. Buzz. Uh, the President of the United States is in his office now and would like to say a few words to you. Over. This is live, by the way. Notice the no delay when he talks. Right, go ahead, Mr. President. This is Houston out. Hello, Neil and Buzz. I'm talking to you by telephone from the Oval Room at the White House. And this certainly has to be the most historic telephone call ever made. I just can't tell you how proud we all are of what you For every American, this has to be the proudest day of our lives. And for people all over the world, I am sure they too join with the 
Why are they fucking up his voice too? Because of what you have well, done, he's calling the moon so the video the can go out. Have become you know, a part of man's world. Yeah. And as you talk to us from the sea of tranquility, <laughs> it's a it inspires us as we double our efforts to bring. Hey, can you guys give some appreciation to, to this historic phone call? Come on. For one priceless yeah. moment in the whole history of man. All the people on this earth are truly one. One in their pride in what you have done. And one in our prayers that you will return safely to Earth. All the people on this earth, goddamn globalists, this was an American achievement! <laughs> Thank you, Mr. President. It's yeah, a great, great honor and privilege left. for us to be here <laughs> representing not only the United States, but and of peace of all nations. And Long with delays talking to friends Skype earlier. And, and <laughs> with the vision for the future. Uh, and thank you very much, and I look forward, all of us look forward to seeing you on the Hornet on Thursday. Oh, wait, oh, wait. Very much, I have a follow-up clip to that. Let me just get it queued up here. Sorry. That is exactly how propaganda works. Thank you, Bob. Woo! USA, baby! <laughs> Again, the, the moon landing was instrumental to us winning the Cold War. So, like, it's it's a very important part of American history. It's an American achievement, and that's kind of where it stands. And this all is how we destroyed the commies. The what, what, yeah. what? Are you a commie supporter? Is that what it you're telling takes me? Light. It takes light. <laughs> two and a half seconds to make a round trip to the moon. The delay on that live fucking broadcast of Nixon calling the moon was a five second delay. Well, they didn't bring up a telephone wire up with them. It was only a five second delay. What the fuck? Five seconds would be longer. They, there was an obvious longer. edit, by the way. There was an obvious edit that they did, by the way, when Nixon went to... He he left... Uh, he stopped talking, and you waited for the astronauts to talk. There was an edited cut there to, to make it shorter, to make yeah. it more um, yeah. appetizing for the, that was, the viewer. That's also a super-produced video. How the hell was that supposed to, That wasn't supposed to be live. No, no, I mean, like, just all the random editing effects they did in the video. Like, it operator, the live video. Operator, Dolores, are you there? Yes, Mr. President. Can you connect me with the moon, please? Josh, give us right the away, voice. Right away, sir. <laughs> click, click, Josh, click, 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 the click the fucking... Oh, my God. Hello, operator. <laughs> give me the moon now. Is this the moon? <laughs> Now, oh my, wrong number. Excuse me very much. Have a nice evening. We're just about done wrapping up my uh, couple videos here on the moon. This is uh, one of the last ones here. It's uh, them driving around the lunar rover in Apollo. I think this is from Apollo 17, but it could have been 15 also. I think there's like three of them that they drove the fucking stupid rover around on. 16. But, uh, yeah. No, go down. Bob, actually, the, go to the, the 4K high def one. That one's it, it's pretty cool how they like re, like remastered the old film. Uh, is it in the um, description? It's on the sidebar of recommended videos. Where where is it? Yeah, it's in show clips at the bottom. It's one that says four K. Oh. oh, okay, yeah, 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 I got it. Now, before we start this, 
watch very carefully the astronaut, okay? He's like, he has one hand on a joystick and one hand out, like, just out, like this. He never moves a fucking millimeter. Like, he doesn't, it doesn't move. It's like it's an action figure. He doesn't move a, a fucking quarter inch any part of his body the entire drive. So just go ahead and play this. I'm not going to break it. Well, the video itself has some stabilization going on, too. This looks like a fucking remote control car with an action figure on it in a sandbox. Man, you are really bouncing. Okay, I'm going to pause this real quick. I'm going to pause this, because Josh should see this with his fine... his his engineering eye that mm-hmm. there's a certain thing to, to look out for. And I also have a sound bite coming up here. So, Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I do science for my job. I like, uh, you know, I'm an engineer. I do physics stuff. All right. That was enough of that. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to be so commenting on. The, the biggest thing that you need to look out in like these types of videos, especially like when you're watching like the, the lunar walks and this, like the lunar um, like go-kart going around the Grand Prix thing, uh, is the dust that gets kicked up into the air. Because there's always a subtle thing that you can tell with like every CG video, like every every little thing that they do in Hollywood mm-hmm. and every little thing that they do when they try to like alter video and stuff like that and try to add CG yeah. or, or alter it in some way. You notice that like there, the the physics is not um, consistent between certain objects and certain things. So it's like if you're trying to pretend that you're on the moon, one thing that you could you could never control in like a uh, a Hollywood setup is how far like uh, the the flow and distribution of like the dust being kicked up off the ground in a, a, in a low G atmosphere no i'm just saying like uh in general like it if, if you saw dust kicked up kicked up out in the field like on earth like the 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 heavier dirt components would come straight down at like a typical rate like everyone knows and understands that like you know like the the dust is going to fall down like at that particular rate and stuff like that when they're kicking up dust and stuff like that that shit just like flows around for a bit before coming down like it, it is like point yeah. what what point six g's or something like that and so that should be no, noticeable one six. and it one and, six. and it not point yeah six. one six. Oh, one six. okay and okay, since there's no thing. atmosphere didn't they already hypothesized that it should have made like a nice arc anything that got thrown by the wheel should have actually arced Oh, because it no. would come up to a certain point and then come no. down in the same trajectory because of no atmosphere. No. Why not? Well, no, no, no. no. It's not just getting shoot, shot up. It's like the, the buggy's bouncing around and, like, kicking it up. And it's it's not like some perfect little wheel of shooting things. I don't... No, no, I know. Within, like... It's still within the same inertial frame. And so, like, if you would look at, like, if you were just to, to crop out an image and evaluate the physics from that, like, particular reference frame... Uh, what are you referring to? Like the rotation of the moon there with like the arc? No, no, no. I'm talking about no, the, the tire because like, there's no atmosphere. It, like if I, if I like kicked up dirt, the dirt that gets kicked up will go at a certain rate and just keep going and then going in like a nice 
arc. Oh, from from the actual no proportion of the wheel you're talking about. Yeah, kinematic stuff. Since there's yeah. no wind to change its trajectory, it should keep the same trajectory until it finally lands. Right. Like gravity's going to bring it down. Yes. Gravity's going to bring it down once it hits its certain point and loses all its momentum and then starts coming back down. But it should keep its trajectory because of zero wind, zero atmosphere. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Huh? He's got about two wheels on the ground. He's a big rooster tail out of all four wheels. And as he turns, he skids. The back end breaks loose just like on snow. Come on back, John. Hey, the deck is running. I would love to ride a go-kart on the moon surface, by the way. That would just be the sweetest Man, fucking thing ever. I've never seen a driver like this. Now watch this guy's fucking hand. The left hand isn't on the joystick for the controls. The right hand's on a joystick for controls. The left hand is just out. Okay, when he hits the craters and starts bouncing, it's when he gets his rooster tail. He makes sharp turns. Yeah, yeah look at that dust suit. Stop. That's not... Mark off. Okay. Do you want to do it one more time? Yeah, about a minute, five seconds. Okay. Mark on. But look at his hand. Look at him. Look well, at look at the dust coming off the wheels at a slow right there, the right there. Right there. Hold on. Oh yeah. Five seconds, it's just look like... at the dust picking up on the back corner of that that back wheel. Set it pause. And, yeah, it looks like it's like underwater or something, or that sort of effect. So that's. Yeah. It's just heavy. Yeah. Because he's driving, like, he's very slow. He's taking a corner, but, like, the, the, the dirt that's being picked up by the wheel is almost making, like, a fin that's coming off of, like, the very back tangential line yes. of the tire going straight down to, to the dirt. Like, there's just, like, a constant, like, little fin right there between, like, the surface of the moon and uh and a, the 90-degree angle in the back of, of the tire there. It is kind of hard to explain uh, w without seeing it yourself, but are you that, saying that this looks fake? As shit? I, I'm that saying that that is not a Hollywood set. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you're saying this is real moon? Yeah. Well, that the the dust makes sense gravitationally. I think that that's what Bob's saying. Okay. Keep going. And five seconds. Okay. Round two here. Now look at this fucking. You have ignored the astronaut that doesn't move. Okay, you could have gone the other way. Go All right, I'll start looking at the astronaut that doesn't move. Yeah, it won't four minutes worth, John. About a minute and five. Then you can do it twice more. Surely. Okay, turn sharp. <laughs> I have no desire to turn sharp. <laughs> okay, here's a sharpie. Hey, that's great. That was about five seconds after he said he would do it. When those wheels really dig in, first time when you turn is when you get the rooster tail. The system on that thing is fantastic. That sounds good. We sound like we've probably got enough of the Grand Prix. We're willing to let you go on from here. Man, the suspension on that thing is fucking going wild, too. Yeah, look at that dust, dude. Okay, max stop. Okay, I don't want to do that. Oh, shit. Now, give me a favor. Yeah, his left arm does look really awkward. If I was driving a vehicle on an unknown gravitational planet, I would definitely be doing that. I would be like, like, not moving the whole time. Like, you know what I mean?
Yeah, he was probably scared stiff. Got it. Um, okay, yeah. real quick, though. <laughs> go to the start of that video. Oh, Use, yeah, okay. To close it. I'll get it back open. Shut your mouth. I want you to play it at 2x speed, or as I would call it, the speed uh, that they actually <laughs> shot it at. And then they slowed it down to 50% Jesus. to look moony. So now imagine, if you will, just imagine that this is a remote control car in a fucking sandbox. Play it at 2x speed. Mute it, because hearing that guy fucking talk, but rooster tails, blah, 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 will be really annoying. Wait, you can play YouTube videos at two times speed? Yeah. What? You didn't know that? What type of future are we living in now? The same You've always been able to do that, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's been a feature forever. Wait, like, uh, when, when did they introduce this feature? Josh has like some real woke. YouTube. Like, I think E-Bombs World had this when I was like yeah. 12. What are you talking yeah, about? I need to Google this. All right. Playing it right. two times. No, you got to watch now. this fucking card, Josh. <laughs> I just, I'm just, okay. Here okay. we go. I'll watch it, and then I'll Google it. It looks like a sped up video. Oh, yeah. That's what it looks like? Yeah, it does. That doesn't just look like a fucking car bombing around in the fucking in a little like a little remote controlled car. I like that cool little satellite they have on there. It makes it look really extra spacey. What's that <laughs> thing hanging out there for? For research. Wow. Yeah, that, that, that wow. Wow. Okay. yeah, dude. Look at that. Look at him go. The the dust still even at two times speed, the dust, what I'm talking about, coming off the wheels, like, you can see it perfectly right there. It has, like, a trail on the back side of the wheel on that lower, so if you were to divide it by a pie, it would be, like, the lower, um, uh, like, 180 to 270 degrees if zero was pointing directly toward the front of the, the go-kart. That little section of it is just carrying dust and debris up with it, you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't happen naturally. What are you talking about? It absolutely could. If it's a toy in a sandbox and that's just dug into some sand, yeah, it would definitely naturally carry some dust in the fucking wheel frame. This, right there, right there. You see that? Josh on the front wheel. See what I'm talking about there? Oh, yeah. I No, you are out of your fucking mind, Bob. I mean, it, it could just be like a really uh really light or very low density uh space sand sort of thing but like i think it oh, wait what did it... i don't know how it or not not low density. i am so very fine fine space that's what i mean videos, but um i think bob's explanation makes more sense <laughs> uh, more sense make sense of it josh re-explain it to me well, no, just, I mean, the, the, the motion of the um the dust that's being kicked up, I think it, it makes enough sense that it's low gravity and that it looks like, uh, yeah, it's sort of underwater effect or it's, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't correspond directly with uh, what I understand or what I've seen for dust being kicked up by the vehicles. No, I, I, I do science for my job. I like, uh, you know, I'm an engineer. I do oh, physics Lord. stuff. I hate both of you so much. <laughs> <laughs> look at the generic physics stuff. Woo! No type of physics so stuff now is society, the capsule uh, their last no video as our capsule re-enters the atmosphere. Um, NASA always brags about how it gets the shielding gets hotter than lava. It's like the four thousand degrees when you come back into Earth orbit when you're coming. Yeah, they have the special tiles, right? Well, yeah, yeah. They, I, I get that. <laughs> now watch this thing splash down. What happens if you just? 
cook a grilled cheese sandwich and throw a bunch of water on your frying pan. Steam? Yeah. Steam? yeah. So now watch yeah. this burning hot fucking capsule fucking touch down in the water here. They definitely didn't just drop out of a fucking plane. It's on a bunch of parachutes. Yep. It's had time to cool down, by the way. Like two minutes. It's like not moving fast anymore. From 4,000 degrees. I think the water is flying over it. Yeah, I think they do, right? There it is. Definitely didn't get dropped out of the back of a plane. It came from outer space. I mean, yeah, you have to realize that as it comes into orbit, it's burning through the atmosphere, yes, and it becomes smoldering hot, but, I mean, those are A, A, ceramic tiles, and they have different, like, different thermal properties than a lot of things like say like steel or something like that or a cast iron skillet no i know like they cool down a reference yeah and they're going from however many miles up like it's fucking cold as hell up in the upper atmosphere dude it is freezing as fuck down there or up there so like it has plenty of time to cool down it shouldn't be too hot by the time especially on like the parachutes and stuff like that I wouldn't. I wouldn't say just like off the cuff that it has to be smoldering hot by the time it lands in the ocean like that. No, no I know it's just another thing to consider. That's all. yeah. I'm not okay. saying like each one of these is like fucking got em. I'm just like there's a bunch of things to consider that a lot of people don't usually. So what was like this that. trial by fire video then? Oh, that's him explaining. Uh, that's him explaining how hot the fucking. Uh, shit gets when it comes through the atmosphere when they're talking about the orion capsule but I mean, that's essentially the same yeah. design okay well it's funny watching brag about how fucking hot it gets but you don't have to play that i'm just saying aaron that i'm not 100 percent sold not 100 percent. you're indoctrinated as fuck it's okay <laughs> okay like, well, I feel like we should turn this... These scientists that fucking went up in their, with their pirate sextant in their spaceship and totally did that, and none of those videos <laughs> are suspect at all. That the fucking space. module coming off the surface of the moon and doing fucking turns and then stopping precisely in fucking in 1969 after they launched off of that fucking quad pod with the fucking uh, tar- roofing tar paper taped to it. Yeah. By the way, your uh, space your really space sexton joke is absolutely hilarious. That is like one thing that actually <laughs> makes me laugh about like the moon landing and shit. Like they have the technology of like a sex like a pirate sextant. Oh yeah, and we can't to, go like, back. to get to the moon. Elon Musk well, can land a rocket back in its own fucking footprint. Look, makes it look like a video in reverse. But he can't get to the moon. He should be doing weekend trips there and reeling his fucking tex- uh, his Tesla around doing donuts. On space by now, or on the moon. We destroyed the technology. Yeah, we we destroyed I, I the technology, and uh, it's a painful process to build it back again. <laughs> the only limit to human <laughs> imagination is like fucking Christ, Don. <laughs> How dare you make fun of Don that way? <laughs> He's a national sounds, treasure. He sounds like the retarded cat in fucking Looney Tunes when they're like. <laughs> I can't think of Buster George. Like, that that fucking guy. 
<laughs> Sounds just like them. Like him. Oh Jesus. Okay. I liked it. I very much appreciate the skepticism being yeah. brought in the yeah, forefront. Exactly. Like, I I wouldn't immediately call. I would not immediately call most of these clips into question, but there are things to be skeptical about or to call into question about them. And uh, I think Bob was able to provide possible explanations for some of them, but there's still, still you know, some uncertainties. And uh, I'm not really invested enough in the moon landing to necessarily care that it happened or not, or like be I'm moon agnostic. Let's say that. <laughs> I am going full bore the opposite direction of Aaron. We've been to the moon. We've dominated it. It is America's territory. We own it now. This Bob. is our next. Th- this is where we take white capitalist um, <laughs> co- colonialization. This this is our next the, goal. The, the, <laughs> to die? So there is a reason to go <laughs> to back. Die. That's what you're saying. <laughs> just to prove a goddamn point. <laughs> So wait, they just just so you know, I have a, we have a I have a fun little bet. So if we keep if we're going with this this little podcast in uh, for the next three years, let's say, and we make it yeah. to twenty twenty four, they are claiming now the guy that can land rockets on a fucking barge right back where he fucking launched them from, no problem, is going to the fucking moon by twenty twenty four. He's got the contract. He's got the contract from NASA makes sixty million a day. If they make this fucking claim that they're going to the moon again, because it's like the twelfth time they've fucking done it, and they back out again for some bullshit reason, please can you let's make a bet right now. What will you will you at least admit we probably didn't go in sixty nine if Elon can't do it with the technology he has now, which is so much better than what we had in 69. It's mind-blowing. So just admit we didn't go to the fucking moon. If he can't get us there by 2024, New Year's Day 2025, I'm fucking calling you immediately. Aaron, World War III with China and needing Elon Musk to be making weapons for us is not some bullshit reason to <laughs> not be yeah. bothering with the moon. He's, he's just supplying Space Force for all their modern technology and weaponry. Let's just be real. Uh, but as far as like the 2024 deadline, I mean, people are always like throwing out these things like the next time we go to the moon is going to be in this year. It's like, no, dude, I'll, if they say 2024, I'm going to think like 2034, 2044, you know what I mean? Like, what was the original date? What, what, did they have a date before 2024? Like that they were uh, trying to aim for? Well, less than 10 years in the sixties. You don't think we can fucking handle a three year Three, four-year deadline in fucking with the technology we have now. The fuck I think is stopping it, them. I think if the war with communist China really kicks off, then then maybe yeah, we'll <laughs> get it done. Because uh, like war really, <laughs> he's rolling his eyes really hard right now. <laughs> if we admit that we're in a second cold war, because we are, then then we'll get it done. Oh no, China that, that's what on really the dark the... side of the moon with their fake bullshit, the dumbest fucking <laughs> no. satellite pics I've ever seen in my life. Hey, hey, uh, we all know China does not like the dark side of the moon. <laughs> Why would they go to the dark side of the moon when they don't even let dark people go to their McDonald's? <laughs> yeah. Or be on the poster of their Marvel movies. Or <laughs> yeah. They probably thought there were black people there that they needed to get rid of. Uh... N- uh, I honestly don't hold any weight to like whatever. Like people just say that. Like everything's 
either like corporate propaganda at this point or just like you know uh advertising for some sense of like fundraising right i i I think i i think probably two and a half decades what how what's it give me a date of when we still haven't gone back to the moon that you're like yeah we never the 51 years isn't enough i'll give you uh, 2034 when we're still doing this podcast in 2034 and we haven't landed on the moon, yeah. <laughs> we're doing a fucking reunion tour. As I'm yeah, there we go. i out of an iron lung from my fucking... <laughs> I told you so. <laughs> <Some> bitch. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd like us to see to go to the moon again, but honestly, like like I said before, there's not much up there to, to deal with. We don't... We can do all the low gravity testing and all the solar radiation radiation testing that we need to do from the the ISS. I I know you don't believe in that. Um, that's next week. ISS. Is yeah, next that's week, boys. oh boy. There's some fun <laughs> fun stuff with the ISS. That nonsense. okay. And some other so, different space stations that uh, got like documents about the uh, how they satellite launched or balloon launched a bunch of them. It's fucking wild. It's really funny. To, to give well, are some... they like actual orbit satellites, or are they like uh, still atmospheric, like CubeSat sort of things? So there are a bunch of different types of um, things they launch via balloons, and I, I don't know. I, I don't know if you can not space stations, whatever. Not... Oh, not space. Oh, oh, you mean the parts for that? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, um, I'd have to look into it. You'd find it suspect if they have, you know, if they show that they've launched space stations multiple times on a balloon, right? That'd be a little weird. Uh yeah, I don't know the. Not that would fucking raise an eyebrow. Are you too fucking kidding me? Well, I would have to look at the. Well, like, I'm, I'm so out of my depth here that I like. I, I, behind it. Yeah, that's, I'm so out of my depth here for like, you know, the the procedure of space stuff and what we're discussing that I I can't like you know just make a make a statement or make a comment on that. Uh, guys, I can't wait till next week with ISS. The thing, okay, is, no evidence was ever even built or put in the fucking space because there's no no pictures or video of it that's your homework guys you find me the video any video of them piecing that piece of shit together that's a good point that's, that's something i've never looked into it's just kind of like it was built we have a station up there yeah yeah it's very strange they were like they announced they were gonna do it and then all of a sudden one day in like 97 or 99 they're like it's there all right we're, we're in space with the space station well, what was happening happening the five years before that? Or how, I don't know. Yeah. So. Don't you think that they'd have, you know, they obviously have video of, like, with, when the astronauts are, like, putting this shit together, they got the engineers going up there to help put this shit together. you think they'd have, like, video to, like, command them to do shit. Like, they have people on the ground that are, like, helping them while they're doing it. They'd have video of them putting it together. It doesn't exist. Go find it. Find me any fucking evidence that any of the shit you believe in is real. Like, that's the... That's the thing. There's no evidence to prove that it's real. It's so much harder to prove that it's not. And they don't even have to prove that it's real. It's fucking crazy. I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll have to look into it. That's, yeah, homework time for this week. But I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if a lot of the space hype had died down by then and it was kind of uh, superseded by a bunch of other news stories. Like, say, for example, in the uh, back in December or whenever... 2019, I think that was when they, they passed the 21-year-old smoking law uh, stuff, and like how that kind of flew under the radar, and a bunch of other stories just 
just fly under the radar all the time, especially now with the coronavirus and riot stuff going on where there's, there's, you know, it's, there's stuff that, that takes the headline, takes the, the front page of the, of the news stories. And I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, Back in the 90s, the ISS was relegated to the fifth page. and A fucking page. orbiting space station like Star Wars? Are you out of your fucking mind? We, we were peak corona, and 10 million fucking nerds were jerking themselves off of fucking SpaceX launching the first manned flight to the fucking ISS in the last 20 years um, from America. And that was like a big fucking deal. Like, everyone was fucking talking about it. Even people that didn't give a shit about space were like, oh, did you see the SpaceX thing? Blah, 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 talking about it on Facebook. Like, a space station does not fly under the radar. Are you out of your fucking mind? Well, if it's top secret, it does. <laughs> it, yeah, top secret, <laughs> top secret space station that they advertised for years before it. Then all of a sudden well, it was yeah, there. like, space stuff I don't think is usually classified either because it's not uh, weaponry. It's not, like, military uh, intelligence. Well, when the communists are coming after it, too. I mean, let's be well, real. Well, 97. 97, you said it? Is that when the ISS launched? Wait, that, was, that was post-fall of the Berlin Wall. Post 97 World War, is so when like... it was finished, I think. It might have been 99. Okay. I can't remember. It's just off the top of my head. Well, yeah, again, that's post-Cold War and the fall of the Berlin Wall. So, yeah, the communism comment was ancillary to, like, what I was trying to say is, like, well, we don't want other people to have this technology kind of thing. You yeah, I mean? yeah. Uh, but if, okay, I, I think we're going to wrap up with the moon landing stuff. I have some show news for everyone. I had a friend yes, submit our podcast to uh, who are these podcasts? W A T P. Oh shit! Uh, which I think we're all a big fan of. Uh, I'm looking forward to if uh, Carl with a K ever picks us up. Uh, I'm looking <laughs> looking forward to Getting hear all of us on. get shit on for like an hour and a half. <laughs> I honestly hope it doesn't happen yet because uh, we haven't really advertised or we're trying to get our our shit under wraps well produced it's it's been a long learning process for us oh yeah uh, dude our audio quality is fucking garbage like, our sound like, engineer our sound yeah. engineer hates all three of us me the least time. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how you're you're the, the golden child bob because <laughs> uh, i got my pro audio. gaming headset for audio quality that's why <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he hates you the least for audio quality, but he hates you the most just in general as a person. That's great. That's why I love our audio engineer. <laughs> I can't wait to post that video of you chopping wood. Can we? Oh, my God. I want to fucking. Never for the show. Thank you very much. We'll do that never, later. Never for the show. All right, guys. So we'll see you next week with the fucking ISS nonsense. But this was the moon episode with. Bob, the fucking retard that believes anything that NASA puts out. The physicist. Uh, remember, <laughs> if you uh, kids out there, if you do anything, do a science. What's the physics on what happens when you put a double-bladed axe to the front of your kneecap, by the way? Just, <laughs> just curious. How does that work? Can you fucking riddle me that one, Mr. Physicist? A small flesh <laughs> wound. <laughs> a very small flesh wound. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, take care, guys. <laughs> Adios. Good night.